there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello, everybody. My name is... That's not the intro. My <laughs> name is Markiplier. I'm here with another episode of Go My Favorite Sports Team. Back at it again. I'm sorry, Tyler. I, I said that was an accident. I, I was supposed to not make Tyler laugh today. <laughs> he, well, I'll let him tell, but... um. Welcome to go. I'm here as the sport knower, not knower, and Tyler's here as a sport knower. Yep, that's me. Ow. <laughs> Yeah. The worst part is the pain makes me laugh more. Oh, why does the pain make you laugh more? Because I I don't know. It's you know how I get in laughing fits and then I end up with a really bad headache. I think it's related to that, and maybe my laughter's like, haha, torture to you. Okay, so masochism. I, I wouldn't guess. know anything about that. Definitely not. <laughs> Subconscious masochism. Subconscious masochism. Repressed masochism. Anyway, welcome to Go My Favorite Sports Team. Or should I say <gasps> Go! My headphones. Uh, because there's someone here. Don't stop laughing. I'm like less funny than I've ever been today. So you gotta hold it in, man. You gotta hold it in. Or the okay. intestines are going spilling out like rope. Uh, we're here. We're back again with more sports. And the reason that I shouted that is because there was a jacuzzi. Mm. Another jacuzzi. The ghosts are here early today. Mike, my, my eye is twitching. No, it's not. Never mind. It's fine. So did he do that? Twitching, you seeing that? Yeah. Why is my eye twitching? I don't know. Have you slept? No. <laughs> anyway, Diddy Doodat says, "What happened to you guys screaming go at the top of your lungs at the start of every episode? Now it only happens once every blue moon, but I need my fix every week. If not, I'm going to have to start screaming it at myself every episode." You know what's funny is that was the whole mentality behind doing that is uh, it's supposed to be like everyone when they're listening to it. You're in a big stadium and you'll welcome to go. And then it's like the whole crowd goes oh, and everyone when they listen to it is supposed to do it as we do it. But you guys uh, never did it. So we're just matching your energy. How do you feel about that? I mean, every Thursday, Mark and I meet up when the mm. episodes. Well, I guess it's like Wednesday night for some people. I don't know. We go outside and we try and listen for people yelling go because they should be listening to the episode because it just came yeah. out and we just never heard it. We hold our ears out the window and hoping and all we hear is bang, bang, bang. I'm the L.A. gangs. I'm coming for them. We're going to get you, Mark Blair. And then I shut the window and lock it. Or they're yelling. Uh, <laughs> what was what was that? Your fans outside your hell yell like advance or something i don't remember what it was from the episode <laughs> what i don't know what you're talking about oh god so thank you for that i have a few more jacuzzis um one i don't understand two i don't understand and one seems to the title is in a different language so i'm gonna start with that okay mr tyler shide you have wronged me disgraced me 
disrespected my name, livelihood, and nationality. Do you remember? Do you even remember who I am? Typical forgetful rubbish. Months ago, you received my letter explaining the faults in your snowboarding primer, or more aptly named peasant skiing. All was well until the fateful day of April 6th. I heard you utter the words, those words, so simply elegant and magical, more than enough to make me quiver and drool. It was time for the skiing primer, ecstasy. I was overtaken by such a pure, unbridled, orgasmic joy that I fainted and crashed my pillow into your birthplace, the Eiffel Tower. There is no feeling more devastating than having greatness dangled in front of you only to be snatched away like a cruel old man taunting his tired cat with a feather. Mark shattered my hopes and dreams by stealing the entire episode. I do not blame the man, the petite man, for he is an unassuming guest. Surely next week the reliable, honorable Monsieur Shide will resume the primer. No, 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 no. Every single week. That is how often you fail to give me what I am owed. My eyes are bloodshot. My face is beet red. There is wailing and gnashing of teeth. You did this! My friends are concerned. My family is scared. Why is this happening? It is the fault of one Mr. Tyler. You have left me a broken man. You know what you must do. Sincerely, Monsieur Skidmark. Generator. Must be French name. Wow. That might be the best written jacuse that has ever graced this podcast. And it only got five upvotes. That, wow. That is, that might be the, eight days ago it was posted, it only got five upvotes. I had to go digging for it. And it's just like, I can't believe, I can't believe that the, the, the patrons of our subreddit, r slash gmfst, would not recognize the truth being woven into this word. Words, those, I'm not, I don't write good, so I can't speak good. But what do you have to say for yourself? And it better be good. Uh, it became summer and, um, I, you know, we got into more of the more topical things that were happening in sport and, uh. I, I still have that episode written. It's it's chilling in my repertoire, but uh, you know I'm waiting until uh, it gets cold again. Uh-huh. So you know, Mark Mark took away the skiing one very Im- importantly in a way because uh, we needed to shift into more of the the sports that were happening and relevant at the time. Happening and why? Yeah, you know, people were yelling at me about doing winter sports. This is one person yelling at me about not doing a skiing primer, whereas there were a lot more other people yelling at me for talking about winter sports in the summer. Hmm. So maybe you just shouldn't listen to anyone yelling at you that isn't as eloquent as this, because this might be the greatest yelling at you that has ever occurred. This is the whole embodiment of the jacuzzi. This is what it's meant to be. This is to tear you down at the molecular level and then rebuild you. Into hopefully something better. It it hit me right in my heart. The only thing is, uh, the Eiffel Tower is uh, an eyesore. Well, you were born in it, so you wouldn't have seen it. I, I wasn't. I, I was born in Cincinnati. No you, were. no, you were born in it. Oh, you you think I'm going to trust you versus this incredibly written jacuzzi? No, you're right. You're right. They you know I they write right. so well. I am right. And the thing is. I'm not going to read any more jacuzzi because that was literally the best one. And until anyone else surpasses that, 
I'm never going to read Jacuzzi again. So honestly, I have to agree with you. That was probably the most elaborate, well-written, emotion-gripping uh, Jacuzzi we've ever had. And I think that's that 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 was actually I think their first post they ever made. That actually is. I went to their account. That's the first post they ever made. I think that everyone should go to the subreddit right now just to upvote that thing. Because I may have read it out loud and I performed it as best I can. Reading it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Reading it is more impressive. So everyone go to the subreddit. Please upvote that one and comment. This is the greatest jacuzzi ever and I will hold it as a standard for all other jacuzzis from here on out. Yeah, I mean, if if anything, now you guys have an example of knowing how to properly jacuzzi. Exactly. 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 Anyway, that's the end of the Jacuz for today. Nice. Cool. Uh, in sport news, um, uh-huh. some crazy things have happened. Uh, but oh, we'll really? start with something something really good. We'll start with something really good. All right? Okay. The Philippines won their first ever game in Women's Cup history for soccer. Game? So, match. I think it's called a match. Well, shouldn't you know? <laughs> That it's it you know it's changed all over the place because we call it soccer games in other places they call it a soccer match I guess the World Cup mm-hmm. it would be a World Cup match officially uh, that's the verbatim language for the FIFA World Cup but the Philippines stunned co-host New Zealand by winning one to nothing mm-hmm. winning their first ever Women's World Cup match damn that's pretty cool which is also interesting it leads us into the conversation of this World Cup is groundbreaking in a number of ways. For one, it's has co-hosts. That's the first time in history that two federations, um, New Zealand and Australia, are co-hosting a World Cup. Um, okay, normally, co-hosting? It's, yeah, it's normally it's only one nation, um, uh-huh. but this is the first time there are co-hosts, and they're the two federations are co-hosting the event. Mm. Secondly, it's the largest FIFA World Cup ever. Uh, I think maybe not World Cup ever, but women's. Uh huh as 32 teams will be vying for this year's championship, the most countries to ever compete at the Women's World Cup tournament. Damn. Which is huge. That's showing the expansion of women's sport and showing the expansion of women being recognized in sport in general around the world. Mm. So that's that's a massive groundbreaking achievement and something that should most certainly be celebrated in a massive way. Most certainly, yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, that sounded sarcastic. It was not. It was not. I was segueing into something else, and I. It sounded really sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't. I swear. All right. What, what, what were you segueing into? Anyway, I was. Se- I was segueing into. I was having a thought about like events like this and, and the World Cup and being something huge in both like men's and women's sports in general, just like sporting events in general. Mm-hmm. And I am curious because uh, there's a lot of talk about like. AI in terms of like how it's going to affect like entertainment media uh, and sporting being an entertainment media. I wanted to look up to see if any of the teams were implementing like this kind of this kind of thing. Um, and already like football teams and baseball teams are using it to analyze like player performance and like what they're doing so they can try to uh, predict things. But it started to make me me think like. I know that sports people are data-driven people, yeah, and they are really, really into looking into the stats. Or not everyone, but like a lot of them are into looking stats. And th- I started wondering, like, okay, is the an- analysis being if it's taken away from people, like this? I swear this has a point, and I know I talk about technology a lot, and I talk about AI a lot. But what I'm what I'm getting to is, I'm wondering if all this stuff for like technology advancing and AI improving and and entertainment improving. 
is it going to just push more people to crave real life experiences more? Like legitimately all these technological advances mm -hmm. and all these things that you can make whatever you want. Even if we get to the point where we could like make whatever you want, you could make a team right now in Madden, you can make a team fight another team and it'll, it'll do it and it'll replicate it fairly realistically. You can even play it and a lot of people do. But I really wonder like if, if even if that were to get so much better that it was photo real and able to like play out, it wouldn't have the same meaning. No one gets as hype about Madden Super Bowl matches as they do real life ones. So I'm like, I started like, because I always go down this rabbit hole. I was like, I wonder what the new advances today are. I wonder where it's going. And then I had this realization. I kind of stopped. And what, what you were saying was making me think of it is just like, I really do wonder if more more real life experiences are going to be sought out. Like more people are going to go to these events like the World Cup uh, for men and women's because the, I think like that connection with other people and humanity is what people really crave. And if if they have like the best broadcast with best TV, that's that's one thing that'll always have its baseline. But I started to realize like all this analysis isn't really going to have a place mm -hmm. because the whole point of sports is to be able to see other people succeed or fail or like fight, you know, really strive because that's the only thing that's actually really relatable. And and no matter how much you, you like realistically model something, I don't know if it's going to be able to have that same pizzazz. Yeah. And I mean, in that way, you know, you can emulate things almost perfectly, but what actually happens versus what can be simulated, even if it's like probability the exact same, mm. you won't have the same mentality of like, a player pushing through injury to achieve something or going above what their normal statistical mm -hmm. expectations are like, you know, yeah. there's, there's something talked about with athletes. It's called the zone. And it's, it's this moment where you almost have like an out of body experience where you are fully focused. There's nothing else in the world. All noise goes away and suddenly everything seems so much easier. Hmm. Some athletes achieve this multiple times. Some athletes never achieve this. But I've had I've had experiences of this like in water polo matches in high school and football games in college, like where I am just so focused that everything else in the world falls away and I feel like everything just goes right. I move at the exact right time. My hand ends up in the right spot. I shed the blocker at the right time, you know, those sorts of things. And you play outside of what is your norm, outside of what statistically can be analyzed. Mm -hmm. It's it's a phenomenon we see very rarely, but it's it's something that is championed in a massive way. You know, what's funny is like the, in power scaling things where people look at like superheroes or anime characters and they're like, oh, I wonder who'd fight. There's often a term they call it like bloodlusted. Oh, it's yeah. Like, I think that's referring to that in animation. You know, when they get angry, they get so much stronger. Dragon Ball Z is like infamous for that. But I think like that's kind of another version of just being in the zone. And I think that's why people can believe it is like, yeah, if you're if you're in the zone or you're pissed or something like you can enter like this flow state. And I think like that's not something that could be denied by people i think i think it actually is definitely something that can occur mm -hmm. um but that being said yeah I, the anime is sensationalist about it but reality is there are documented cases of mothers being able to lift incredible weights just to uh, save their child or something like that it destroys the body but it's like okay it can happen we're pretty we're pretty strong i mean there's uh i recently was like scrolling through social media like tiktoks and instagram reels and stuff like that and I came across this like heartfelt thing of it's like really heartwarming moments in sport. And mm. it's like a guy who went and played a baseball game after he had just lost his his child in, in childbirth and he hits a home run. 
he lost or a guy who just lost his dad and he hits a walk off home run to win the game. Like people mm-hmm. that just go through traumatic stuff. A football player lost his brother, scores a kick return touchdown. It happened just this last year with the Buffalo Bills. Demar Hamlin's incident, who went into cardiac arrest, they played when they played their next game at home. They had the kick return touchdown, like crazy things that just happen with that particular player, that particular instance where it's like you have this extra motivation that somehow just pushes you to and something great happens in that moment. It doesn't always Mm -hmm. happen. But no, it's, no, not. it's yeah. really, really amazing when the timing of those things occur. Yeah. And I, and I know there's probably some people that are jaded, like, oh, maybe maybe everyone else kind of let it. But I also, like, the whatever, the pitcher went a little easier than he normally would. But I also, like, I don't think that if that were, the, like, the truth, I don't think it changes anything about it because I doubt it does happen. But it's like, if everyone can recognize that a moment is important and people allow the moment to happen, that's not unsatisfactory uh for that to occur and that's why you see videos of like there's a either a a mentally challenged student that comes in plays a football play uh and then you know they let him win and it's heartwarming because for them it was special and it was stuff like that i'm not saying that happens with these game-winning home runs but i'm like just for those that are super jaded and i like i know there's plenty of people that are very jaded out there and they have like no optimism it's like smile never i'll never do it and uh you know going out that way but so that is nice yeah anyway that's how i segue i i weave ai and technology into everything if i can start talking about mac versus pc here then i'm I'm gonna check all the boxes (laughs) speaking of which do you think like a rage room because i i heard through a a little birdie a little birdie told me that you were talking about smashing technology at some point technology what do you mean i don't know something about i love technology why would i smash it it? what are we talking about you were raging about something i don't know somebody said you were smashing stuff or thinking about smashing stuff oh i was probably talking about like because i was joking around that i was going to smash my computer you know the computer that i bought right yeah yeah and so i paid over twenty thousand dollars for this computer and a lot of people might go like um so there's a reason for that and it's mm-hmm. not just the hardware the hardware is expensive it's top of the line thread ripper for now anyway it's got lots of ram error checking correcting and it's got two 4090s now all of those themselves aren't are expensive but they're not like ungodly like over twenty thousand dollars it was the storage and I actually think I can, I have, and I have, I've learned a lot more about storage since this point than I have there, but I bought it not just because I play games. People are like, you can't even really use 249s to play games. All he does is play games. I'm like, I didn't buy it just to play games. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. I bought it to edit a movie. I bought it to run Unreal at a higher level. I bought it, I bought it to do things. This is my job. Yeah. It's my job to do this. So like investing into like stuff and and the problem the reason I was going to break it is because I bought a Mac, a Mac Studio and it it was expensive because I bought the top of the line one. But compared compa- it was less than half the pr- way less than half the price of uh-huh. this computer. And I was just like, so I'm going to smash this thing cuz it's useless. It's not useless. It's very useful actually. Uh still to this day, just not for vi- of not for editing the the movie because for some reason like the pipeline just works a lot better. It's a lot smoother over on the other computer. I don't know what's going on over there. It's all weird, but it's working. And so I was going to smash this one. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Mm. But I was going to yeah. say, do you think there's competitive rage rooms um, for you to be able to let out your smashing mentality? Competitive rage rooms? Yeah. Like you How have do you to... even judge that? Elegance of destroying it? You I think it's just, it's like judges? speed running. You know, you get, it's smash all of the objects in a time frame. Like just versus. Yeah, what's going to happen to the loser? Are they just going to get angrier and stay in the room for a little bit? They get smashed. Nice. <laughs> anyway. I wonder, yeah, because it's like, there is an elegance to it, because I've seen videos of people in rage rooms, and it's like, you're not doing it right, come on, I want to see, I do actually want to see someone who is like, a freaking beast in that place, unleashed, but art, it's like, artistic in their destruction, there's a nice music to it, it's like, freeform dance. You can put like, classical music to it, like, ta 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 yeah, whatever exactly. that song is. I need, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that song. I mean, they, a lot of the songs just are by movements, but I'm sure someone out there knows exactly which one that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was that's just what I thought of because the little birdie told me about the the rage. That... You mean X? You talking about X? No, X? no, no. You talking X. about X? No, no. You better I'm, not be talking about those birdies. They're dead. I'm not talking about X. I refuse to update the app so it remains Twitter, by the way. <laughs> I don't think it's going to last. I, there's no way. It's so, It's so dumb. It's going to die as X, or it's going to go back to Twitter and then probably die as yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, there's no way. There's no way. No way. Maybe. Who knows? But no way. No way. Maybe. This is not sports related. We could change. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing it back to sports because I looked up some sports news myself. Who is Dan Snyder? Oh, he's uh, an analyst, or no, he was the former owner of the Washington football team, which is now the yeah. Washington Commanders. Because I looked up, oh, they changed the name? Yeah, they had it, but they might change it again because because of Dan Snyder. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was looking up sports news, and all I saw was Dan Snyder. It was the first one I saw. Was Dan Snyder era is officially over as Commanders sold to Josh Harris for record $6 billion. And I was like, I don't know what that means. That's weird. And then I looked at another article that was like, Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder sexually harassed a team employee and oversaw team executives who deliberately withheld millions of dollars in revenue from other clubs. The first article was like, oh, man, end of an era. Well, that's great. And then I look next. I'm like, what? He agrees to pay a fine of $60 million. There was some really bad culture issues over at the Washington football team in the NFL. There were emails that were leaked. Uh, I don't know if I told you about this. John Gruden, who used to coach for the Oakland Raiders, which are now the Las Vegas Raiders, emails got leaked that showcased him exchanging illicit pictures of people within the NFL, like cheerleaders, with Dan Snyder and other people, like a whole bunch of rampant, horrible things. And Dan Snyder, like both the medical team at Washington, there were issues there with a player that now plays for San Francisco. Like he, he ended up having like a tumor on his head and they kept pushing him just keep playing and he pushed back and eventually... They knew it was a tumor and they they did... What did they say? Like, it's nothing. They say that they didn't know. It's It's a whole thing. This is a massive rabbit hole to go down of like... The culture issues, the stuff that started at the top, how people were treated within the organization, all the way down to the players, to the medical staff, everything underneath Dan Snyder's ownership, that he was forced out of ownership of the team by the NFL. When all of this news finally broke, they were like, yeah, you got to go. 
we're forcing you to sell. We're forcing you out of this because of all of the issues underneath his watch and also the stuff that he personally did was like, uh-huh. this is not okay. The big thing too was like he was withholding information about ticket sales, how much money the team was operating, and the way the NFL works is it's a collective agreement between the owners to where they share it so then they can increase salary caps so that they can properly play pay players because that has to do with the union and the players association. He was doing a whole lot of insanely scummy shit across all different categories. Ah, uh, okay. And that does seem to be fairly commonplace in certain circles where there's a lot of influence and power. I am always a believer that it's just like it's occurring a lot more than people think it is. Yeah. Uh, blanket sweeping on what that is that is occurring, but it's like yeah, that's that's interesting. Anyway, that's just what popped up in my in my news. But it was interesting that that just like it was just a double whammy of this person I've never heard of that probably had tons of influence in that world was just all right. Yeah, so that's why they're talking about he was he was he owned it when they went to the Washington football team and then became the Washington Commanders, and that's why they're trying to change the name potentially again. It's not currently like at the forefront. The forefront is repairing everything internally, but taking that name away and putting a new name on it because of how much it's that is emanated on his ownership. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I have another article that I want to bring up if you. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. So this one actually was surprising to me, but I guess like not. And I wanted to confirm this. So Jaguars Maxon is first male American pro sports coach to come out as gay. And I was like, the first, it's 2023 and that's never happened? Yes. I was I was surprised. But also I know that it can be like, you know, that's kind of a bro, any, any time where you get like a lot of bro-centric people, it can be a little exclusionary to that. But, but I was still surprised that first pro coach, I know there's not a lot of pro sports coaches, but. So I don't know if that's fully true. I would imagine that, you know, it's the like prominence in like the NFL and where they like in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, There might be other smaller professional leagues or or stuff like that, but not like in a major, major sport in the United States where it was clearly, you know, somebody coming out and saying that they were. A lot of that has to do with public perception and, and the relation of like when you're a coach, you have access to locker room. You have access to all this other stuff. And so people get all because people aren't that way. First of all, there, there's this mentality that it's like, oh, you go in there and you're like attracted to everybody. And that's not true. That's mm-hmm. not how things work. So yeah, sure. it's one of those things that it has that connotation. And so public perception and whether it's accepted and now that it's become more acceptable probably gave him the courage to finally come out and say something, even though he's been coaching for years. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Which yeah. is huge. I mean, I mean, that's a major, major deal that's that opens doors for so many other people. And I think it's important to acknowledge it. Because let's let's be perfectly honest. This doesn't mean first male American pro sports coach that was gay. Correct. There were probably plenty. Correct. In the past. They just have never come out. But I didn't know that. I, I would have thought that that would have occurred a while ago. But yeah, no, it, it is still a surprise that you can see a headline like that and it still be like... Oh man, I thought I thought we would have been past this, but no. So good. Like that's got to take a lot. If it took this long, it couldn't have been easy. Oh, for sure. And I think it's been within the last decade that the first professional football player came out openly as gay in the NFL. 
Uh Um, And there's been a few more that have come out as well. But like because of, you know, people acknowledging and accepting other people for their differences and similarities. And and I think that's extremely important, especially in the sport field, to be able to acknowledge it's acceptable Mm -hmm. to be yourself and be true to who you are and be open about what that is. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say like that there weren't other gay players, just like there weren't other gay coaches. And they might have came out to some people, but this is like fully publicly coming out and now like to the whole world, everybody's going to know. And that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's important that people are able to be who they are and be accepted for who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other news, uh, another massive groundbreaking thing. Katie Ledecky, uh, this is more sports groundbreaking in the sense that like women accomplishing the similar milestones that men are in sports. Katie Ledecky tied Michael Phelps' record at the World Championships for gold medals. Ooh. And so as far Remind as... Remind me who Katie Ledecky is again. She is a uh, female swimmer in the Olympics. Uh, she does a lot more distance swimming. Uh, she swam the 1500 freestyle at the World Championships winning gold for her 15th individual world title, uh-huh. um, which is what tied Michael Phelps' record. Uh-huh. So she leveled the record set by 23-time Olympic gold medalist Michael Phelps for the most individual world swimming titles. Nice. And so that's massive in the sense of like there's a massive icon, much like Michael Phelps was for U.S. swimming for men. Now Katie Ledecky is accomplishing the same number of titles as he did in the men's division of swimming. Ah, okay. That's cool. And that's really cool because she's been dominant and she uh, is talking about not only doing the next Olympics, but even the Olympics after that, that will be occurring in L.A. um, Mm -hmm. before she potentially retires, which means she has the chance to break Michael Phelps record for most swimming championships by an individual period. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Oh, that's great. I remember now when um, like Katie Ledecky was like suddenly destroying everyone in the Olympics. I remember that occurring and everyone was like, what is going on? Yeah, because she was like in high school. Yeah, something like that. And just like completely at another level. And I'm like that that just made me go like, what is what has everyone else been doing? Like, I don't know. Um, But that is that is fascinating to hear. And that's fascinating to see. So good for them. In other news of winning. Denmark's Jonas Vingegaard wins second consecutive Tour de France. The only reason I'm bringing this up, the only reason, is because and let me try to let me try to share uh, this picture. It's just like, and I know I'm probably not interpreting it correctly and whatever. And there's there's it's it's not actually what I think it is. But I was just laughing so hard at the trophy Uh-oh. that he got. And I was just like, maybe this is really what it is. But just this, look, look at the, look at this tiny, it's a, he's got a champagne glass. Is that the trophy? Is that the Tour de France trophy? I do not believe so, but let me double check. Oh man. I would, for those who are just listening, it's, it's this winner whose name I already forgot, but uh, he's holding up what looks to be a like, you know, champagne glass. But it, it, the article implied that that was his trophy for winning. And it's like, I didn't mind. Got like this tiny little glass. It might be. That's it? Oh, that's amazing. Look, look up images of Tour de France trophy. They're, they're like on. all like little cups. And I think they're showing the ones this year. I think they might be a little bit bigger. No, that's 2018's cup. 
I don't know. Okay, but that's an actual, that looks like an award. Okay, so that, I was about to say, because it, what I'm seeing here are like glass wards and, and stuff like this, and I'll, I'll just pop it up on screen real quick just so. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like it's bigger. I don't, you know. Yeah. So this looks like, okay, that's an actual trophy. That's fine. That seems more like it. Yeah, I think he's just holding the champagne glass in the celebratory champagne. Do they give the Tour de France person a yellow shirt? Yeah, that's the that's the winner, the yellow jersey. Remember when we did the Tour de France primer? I wasn't paying attention. I always thought that that was just uh, Lance Armstrong's like signature look. I thought that's just what he looked like. Nope, that's what he wore. The green jersey oh. is, uh, I believe, the hill climber one that we talked about. The white jersey is the youngest, like the young division, the best oh. in the young division, most points that's under a certain age. Oh. Yeah, that's why you see all the different jersey colors on the podium. All those jerseys mean something. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Mark, well, we're getting I'm older. <laughs> Are we? Yes. Wait a minute. Hmm. Interesting. Go on. Uh, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, back in our high school days, LeBron mm. James was in high school playing basketball. Sure, he sure was. LeBron James' son is now in college playing basketball. Hmm. And in recent news, unfortunately, he suffered cardiac arrest, but USC medical team he had they took care of him and he went to the hospital and he's stable last i heard that happened today okay so much like what happened to demar hamlin i don't know if it there's no information on whether it was contact or if it was just you know they might develop like there might be an underlying cardiac condition that he might have or something uh, like that but we're getting older okay lebron's kid is in in college okay and i am getting older to where um it's hard you know i worked out on saturday and my calves are really locked out. And I had surgery on Monday. And I walk around like an old man who needs a walker right now. And it's really making me feel old. Well, yeah, you know, it's just happening. I go through this with every week with Bob and Wade. It just happens. We we get older, man. Yeah. That's, that's the way it works. It'd be weird if it didn't. You know what I mean? But you know, you know what? You know what doesn't end when you get older? You can still participate in sports. Ah, I believe I in see this. What's going on. I believe in I this. I see what's going on here. I see. Always coming back to sports. Geriatric games. <laughs> the geri is that a real thing? There is the geriatric games, but for whatever reason, it's always every time I try and Google it, because I've heard of this, but it keeps trying to tell me the best games for seniors instead of listing me the actual geriatric games. And uh -huh. I don't know if it's gone, but it used to be a thing. Like a competition. I remember there was like a, a older division of like running and track and field events. Yeah. And they had like certain age brackets that was able to participate in those. The Senior Olympics is what it's called now. Ah, the that, that might even be what I'm thinking above. About. Yeah. The National Senior Games Association. And they're actually officially called the, the Olympics or used to be. The Senior Summer Olympics were conducted from 1970 to present day, and the winter one started in 2000 until 2011. Uh-huh. But they they participated in sports like shuffleboard, racquetball, uh -huh. race walk, power walk, cornhole. Hey, a lot of people might knock uh, power walking, but oh, that it's, shit it's is tough. hard. Yeah. The the pace at which they're going, they're power walking like a seven minute mile. Mm -hmm. That's faster than I can run a mile. Like it's, they're, they're huffing it and they look ridiculous, but man, they're moving. Yeah. They're moving. 
They got the sports like pickleball. They do cycling. They've got bowling, badminton, archery. They even have triathlons. Triathlon? Triathlons? Triathlon. I totally misread that word because I don't have my glasses on because I'm getting older. Oh, man. I need to put on my glasses. Well... You know, I think that that's beautiful because everyone knows, and it's proven, there's studies that show it, that regular exercise every day or like whenever you can, a few times a week, there's certain categories, improves not only your fitness, but also will make you live longer and live better and be healthier. There's a There was a cross-section. I'm trying to find it. It was like in an MRI or CT scan. Do you know what I'm talking about? Of, oh, uh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Elderly man with their muscle amount mm-hmm. and then in a person that does athletics and then in someone that just doesn't do anything. And the thing is, the thing is that people need to understand is you cannot do nothing. It doesn't matter if you don't like working out. It doesn't matter if you don't like exercising, playing sports, whatever. We as humans were meant to move. We as living, breathing creatures were meant to exert ourselves. It was a requirement in survival a long time ago. And your body has so many mechanisms that are dependent on these regular intervals of physical activity. It doesn't matter like what your body type is. Everyone as a human needs physical activity to stay at our best and to live at our best. And that is that is universal. That is that is I'm sorry there's no argument to that. There's no argument to be made unless you're physically incapable, which many people are, of like physical movements to a certain level. You do whatever you can in your thing. It doesn't change the fact that as a biological creature our biological functions are dependent on all of the systems throughout the body including those that are like meant to improve cardiovascular function sweating like various endocrine systems are intended to be exercised well it also helps keep your brain sharp Mm -hmm. physical activity can help you not only think but learn problem solve and enjoy an emotional balance because as you work out your body your brain releases endorphins And so it shows that it it improves memory and reduces anxiety and depression, which can be pretty rampant in older people. And it also can reduce the risk of cognitive decline, a.k.a. dementia. Mm. Because Alzheimer's is a different disease, it's not really mentioned, but there's potential that there are studies going on with regard to physical exercise and how it can prevent breakdown for Alzheimer's as well. And so like like you're saying, it's it's very important to stay active no matter how old or or young you are, period. Mm, Yeah. Now, in the other side of sports that we all know and love, there's a shortcut. Always a shortcut, right? You want to be a good athlete? Don't go to the gym. Steroids! Shove them in ya! Two hands, two syringes, just... You'll get so strong so quick. Right, Tyler? You still have to work out when you take them. It just boosts your testosterone levels. Ah, but not as much. Anyway, so don't do that. Yeah, um, but yeah. this is this is something that actually just occurred uh, recently. Now, I'm going to... We're getting into kind of some what might be pseudoscience, and I don't want to like preface this. The reason I started this off ridiculously, I do this a lot, is because the premise is ridiculous, and it might be ridiculous, and I might just be spouting a bunch of bullshit. <gasps> oh, I think I know what you're getting into. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you know David Sinclair, this guy's name? Or what I, you I've done? heard that name, yeah. Are, is that what you're thinking? 
I might be. There's also another thing that was coming out. It might be different, but go ahead. What were you thinking about? I was thinking about the the league that's being developed where it's a free-for-all league where you can take enhancements and stuff like that. Oh, no, we've talked about that before. Is that actually happening? That's actually being, like, developed recently. I saw a news article about it, like, a couple weeks ago or something. I mean, that's been, like, a joke for a while of just, like, how many steroids can you pump in a human and how roided out can we make someone like what can science do to make the most extreme like biological machine possible let's just see how far we can push it safety be damned get them in there but uh you look up that and i'm gonna talk so i don't know if if this guy is like complete bullshit or whatever i've i have no idea i this is not the same guy who swapped blood with his child Mm. to try to be younger this is a a, he actually is a, a scientist who studied or works at Harvard? I'm not sure. I can't vet his his things at all. I know he's been in the news a few times about it. He's been on like uh, Andrew Huberman's podcast. Andrew Huberman, Alex Huberman, um, who is a a respected scientist at least I think. But a week ago, as of this recording, he said, and this is just him saying. I don't know. There's a lot of like buzzwords in this article, but. Aging and longevity expert David Sinclair, who is a researcher in the researcher in the Department of Genetics and co-director of the Paul F. Glenn Center for Biology and Aging Research at Harvard Harvard Medical School, so he mm-hmm. works at Harvard, announced filings on Twitter, and he said, "Grateful to share our latest publication. We've previously shown age reversal is possible using gene therapy to turn on embryonic genes. Now we show it's possible with chemical." Cocktails, a step towards affordable whole body rejuvenation. Now, this is part of a 17 thread, sorry, 17x, 17x's. This is a septuple decimillion uh, x thread. I guess I can't say thread. Uh, Like, if you say thread around Elon Musk, he'll be very mad. But he was saying that there, there's, and I don't know what he specifically means by Mm anti-aging, of course, but at the same time, is like this could impact how people interact not only in the world but also sports because so many athletes, I'm sure, have said that if they had the body that they had when they were 20 with the brain they have when they're 40, yeah. they would be unstoppable. I've heard yep. that many times, and I'm sure that many people think that. And I'm per- I'm sure it might be true for many people. But what does it change in the world and in the future if? Saying we're getting older isn't like a, oh no, it's like a, I'm getting older, I'm getting wiser, but I can stay physically at the same level. That would change up everything in terms of professional sports, in terms of people's lives, obviously. Yep. And this obviously doesn't mean that people are immortal. I'm sure that these have, things have functional limits and people could still get hit No, by it's the bus. full fountain of youth, immortality forever. Yeah, exactly. I am not a big desire of this i don't have any drive to have uh immortality i don't have any drive to live forever i'm looking very much forward to i'm not looking very much forward but i look i people might get the wrong idea but it's like i i am fully aware that i will die someday and I'm like that's part of life as part of life i'm i'm not meant to live forever and i don't think people in general are meant to live forever and i don't think anything that lives is meant to live forever unless you're like a believer in that the spirit is eternal and it like goes in a cyclical cycle of rebirth or whatever but for this existence i'm i'm like i think it would cause more problems than it would solve if everyone lived forever but there are many detrimental effects to aging if we lived the same number of years but it was all good years and we we're just like at 100 we we're like well later a uh, bye-bye and then it's just like you're gone but uh 
Like, what do you think about this? I, I think it's huge because um, this is a conversation I actually had with my mom a lot. Of she uh, was like, if my brain starts to go, just like let me go into the woods and let the bears get me or whatever, because mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't want to lose herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's I think a lot of people's fear as they get older is they lose their mental capabilities, they lose their memory, and how do we know whether they're happy or not? And that's the yeah. that's a lot of the problems that exist in a lot of different ways. And mm-hmm. so like. I love the idea of what you're talking about, about how it can make the brain be able to be better for longer and, you know, reduce the aging effect. But also at the same time, I'm in the same boat as you with immortality. That sounds like an awful experience. Although I technically am sort of doing that because I stole my brother's kidney so that I could live longer. And that's why I keep having these surgeries because, you know, I need to live longer. So, but uh, yeah. It's uh, it's fascinating. It's interesting. I love the concept, but also immortality scares the living shit out of me. Yeah, and I don't think that anybody is going to be uh, immortal anytime soon. The only way it probably will happen is if we have a digital extension of our mind. The only way that I think it could actually occur to have your consciousness kind of live forever without this thing mm-hmm. of like I'm going to clone myself and then kill like this version and then I'll live forever cuz I'll hop over it's like that I don't know I don't know Soma went over this it's, it's not it's not it's just copies um and the copies are just they think they're the real one but they're not the only way that I think of it like is if we were able to like have a another like either biological or a digital analog of something like that digital analog a n a l o g u e which is different than analog OG, Mm -hmm. you have like this extension and then your consciousness is able to like expand into that, which I think is probably possible given that you had that like twin conjoined twins where you have like one that was able to hear the thoughts of the other. I do technically believe that was possible, whether or not they did seem like they had separate you know, embodiments for their consciousness. But if we already extend, then it would be some digital nightmare and they'd be like, oh, but you, your your digital copy could be deleted. You're technically immortal until someone, boop, boop, like, gone. But, you know, I don't know. Or your programming just gets flipped and then you're not you anymore. So immortality is a tricky business, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. No. I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. But maybe, maybe the detrimental effects of aging could be kind of nudged aside, especially mental, because I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't want to lose myself. When my mind starts to go, I want to go. Yeah, yeah. But I just sent you a link, Mark. Oh, God. The official link of the Enhanced Games. Ah, there it is. Enhanced Games. Yeah, all right. (laughs) So uh, Australian Aaron DeSouza wants to stage this first event next year. Olympic chef de Michon, uh, Anna Mears, says it's a joke, unfair and unsafe. But anyway, it's an Olympic-style event launched by an Australian entrepreneur to basically have an event where there is no drug testing. And so anybody can come in and take whatever drugs they can to get to the best capabilities possible. Um, And there will be five sports categories between track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports. God, that terrifies me. Combat sports on steroids? Roid rage rampant. But apparently he's... The the Olympic gold medalist Anna Mears is appalled by the concept, but the entrepreneur is trying to make it happen. So a location for the inaugural enhanced games has yet to be settled, but a city wouldn't need to spend exorbitant funds to host, as Olympic cities do, he said, because they're reducing the number of athletes. And he's like, instead of costing $100 billion to deliver this, it will cost double-digit millions. Only double-digit millions. You hear that? It's a steal. It's a st- compared to the Olympics, it's a steal, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. So apparently a entrepreneur who's probably very well off wants to actually make this happen. And this this, uh, article came out like a month ago. But I remember seeing it when it came out. Well, I mean, that is really interesting. It's something that people have joked about for a while. And I know that it's like it's a kind of everyone's willing, like able to do whatever they want to do. They can they can put like whatever in writing and, and wave away anything. But it's also just like sometimes you do need to protect people from themselves. Yep. Because, yeah, for money, people would do a lot of things. That doesn't mean that we should let like everyone do anything for money, like killing someone for money uh, or like destroying yourself with what could amount to human experimentation, literally. It's it's a tricky business and it's like it, there's some things. It's funny. It's an entertaining concept. Doesn't mean that it really should happen. It's fascinating, but terrifying. Yeah, it is. I feel like this episode will just be titled the most random episode of Go ever. Fascinating, but terrifying. That's a good name. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's a good one. Anyway, we should wrap this one up then. Yes, I'm starting to feel my, uh, my pain of my surgery from sitting upright for so long. Gotcha. And just remember, everyone at home, we don't know what we're talking about most of the time, so if I was quoting anything that was erroneous, please correct me on the subreddit, but please make your posts in the form of that jacuz. It needs to be of that standard, or else I won't even read it. And uh, if you want to check out the subreddit in general and just share more than just jacuzes, please share your, your, your you playing sports, you doing sports, inventing your own sports, sports that you only know about. Instead of just being like, you should do a primer on this, why not share a sport and do your own primer for people on the subreddit? Yeah, I think that's a great opportunity, and um, it's something that we could potentially use and cover in the future. So, Yeah, if it's well-written enough and it's compelling enough, we might talk about an episode and get you involved. I love that concept. That could be fun. It could. Very fun. But if you want to shout Go at the top of your lungs while wearing some Go merch, you can go to store.gmfsd.com. If you want to check out all the stuff that we're doing, you can follow us over on socials, check out our YouTube channels, all of those things. Um, but outside of that, watch the episode on Spotify if you haven't already, uh, just to see video and, uh, yeah, follow, subscribe. What I don't even know what all the apps say. Follow the podcast on everywhere. Yes. But specifically Spotify because you can see us. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.